0: Hey it's Tuesday, May twelfth, and you're listening to the Times Review Media Group daily update brought to you by Ready Cleaners, a hospital grade disinfectant service for your home or business. Call Ready Cleaners today for your free estimate and be sure to mention Times Review for a special discount. Suffolk County Executive Steve Pallone said it's unlikely the Long Island region would be ready to start phase one of the reopening plan Friday when the NY on pause executive order expires. He declined to speculate on a timeline for the region. The State Department of Health on Monday released a dashboard that tracks each of the 10 regions in New York on seven metrics that must be met to begin the first reopening phase. The reopening will be based on a Long Island region of Suffolk and Nassau counties. The dashboard shows Long Island as having met five of seven metrics. The county has not yet met that benchmark of 30 contact tracers per 100,000 residents. The state dashboard lists that metric as expected for Long Island since it's a known variable. Mr. Ballone said the county needs between 400 and 450 contact tracers in addition to the contact tracers already on the team. Mr. Ballone said his biggest concern in terms of meeting each variable is new hospitalizations. Long Island is currently at 2.85 new hospitalizations per 100,000 residents. The goal is to be under two. Only New York City has a higher rate right now of any other region in New York at 3.46. Three upstate regions have met the metrics to begin the first phase of reopening when the NY pause executive order expires Friday, as the state begins shifting from a statewide set of guidelines to a more regional approach, Governor Andrew Cuomo said Monday. The Finger Lakes." Region, which includes Rochester, the southern tier that borders Pennsylvania, and Mohawk Valley, which is west of Albany, are the first three regions to reach all seven metrics. The first phase of the reopening starts with construction, manufacturing, curbside retail, agriculture, forestry, and fishing. Nine candidates are seeking three open seats on the Riverhead Board of Education this year. Incumbents Christopher Dore and Therese Suhaski are both seeking re election, while long term board member and President Greg Meyer has decided not to run again. Several familiar names will appear on this year's ballot as former Board of Education members Ann Cotton deGrasse, Angela DeVito, and Amelia Lance are all file petitions with the district clerk. Other candidates include Greg Fisher, Ryan Greger, Virginia Healy, and Stephanie Rangelli. It's the most candidates to run a single school board election in Riverhead in at least 20 years. The Peconic Bay Medical Center lobby has been transformed, at least temporarily, into an art gallery, and a tribute to the Riverhead Hospital's frontline workers who have seen close-up the horrors wrought by the COVID-19 disease. In appreciation of hospital staff's sacrifices during the coronavirus pandemic, the East End Arts and Humanities Council launched the Frontline Heroes program in early April. Ten artists associated with the council created intimate artworks from photos submitted by hospital workers. The photos were of whatever the workers chose, self-portraits, portraits with others, A happy place of theirs, a pet, family members. Ten artists working with oil, charcoal, pastel, and acrylic created 33 pieces, according to Monique Parsons, the Council's Director of Marketing and Development. Expect sunny skies today with a high near 57 degrees, according to the National Weather Service. Load night will be around 40. I'm Grant Parpin, and that's our update for Tuesday. Check back for more news throughout the day. Once again, today's report was brought to you by Ready Cleaners, a hospital grade disinfectant service for your home or business. Call Ready Cleaners today for your free estimate, and be sure to mention Times Review for a special discount.